This week in the world of news from books, beards, and brews. All right. As always, I'm Bob of Tales by Bob. I'm the ass of the podcast, Derek. And I am everyone's favorite part, best part, awesome part, creative consultant, Tanya. That is bold. We'll see how we'll see. Accurate. We'll see how it pans out for her. Um, <laughs> bold move, Cotton. Bold Let's move. see how it works out. <laughs> yeah. All right. So first off, we got a little bit of business to take care of. Um, so brand ambassador Ryan, who lives in uh, roughly that part of the world, informed me that oh, regain just we, in the, just in that part of the world. The, yeah. The part you didn't. Of the you part. didn't call him New Zealand brand ambassador. He's just brand ambassador. Well, no, because it's who it's, lives you, in some when, part of the if world. If you would let me finish, okay. you uh, would understand. The, it was confusing. The part of the world relevant to what I'm about to say. Um, regain. Is Rogaine? That's its British name. Uh, so Derek, he says they sell we knew it. That. We he High says fives. that they sell that in New Zealand, and it's Regain, not Rogaine. So apparently uh, there are no O's in uh, Britain. Who knew? Um. So yeah. What? I don't. I, I don't think, think that's a thing. I think no, so. I mean, why not. else would you change the name? There's no O's in Britain. There's no O in Great Cheerio. Britain. Tip top. With an O? But that's old words. They probably got rid of the O in like the late... Margaret Thatcher probably got rid of the O. I feel like that's probably what happened. Don't Bob. don't don't lock me in on that, but I'm pretty sure that Great Britain under the Thatcher Bob. leadership I'm got a, rid of the O. I'm going to need you to tighten the fuck up. <laughs> and, uh... You know, what doesn't well, have, well, well, you know what doesn't have an O in it? Tighten the fuck up. No O's in that. O I is will tighten say, the fuck oop. <laughs> there we go. Brexit doesn't have an O in it either. Yeah. Maybe it's an EU thing. Maybe that's why. Maybe they're trying to leave the EU to get their O back. The EU kicked out the O because it's like vowel aside. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty sure. Why you would ask? Maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes. Why? (laughs) Y'all are dumb. So, yeah. That's. Yes. Yes. (laughs) What the Um, fuck? So, uh, exciting news. Still Uh, doesn't have an O in it. Yeah. Ryan is going to be picking out our next uh, group read. Um, Bet you it has an O in that. Uh, it does. Yeah, that's why it I does. said it. It's got two O's. It's Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. But don't worry, you've got like You six... can spell it with a U with an umlaut. Yeah. Be very metal that way. Or German. Sure. Um, but two so, ways of but, saying the same But you've thing. got like five <laughs> months to read it. Because Jade City comes out this month. And then you've got two months to read The Narrows by Travis Riddle. And then after that... It's Blood Meridian by Cormac McCarthy. Yay. And he got that because he's a Patreon supporter. Yay. You could you could be getting your name tossed around all willy-nilly like this if you were a Patreon supporter. If you were a super fan. Well, speaking of super fans, we have a new super fan. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, I'm not. Uh, it's it's Bud. Yeah. And he sent Does us he a, go by Bud? Not yeah. anymore. I don't think he Does, goes by Bud anymore. I don't. Bud this was is, his college name. This is, well, no, a, no. Stop. A big man name. Stop. What? That has an O in it. What is he? What is he? I'm gonna come across Stop. this table. What is he? At you. Well, what does he go up by? He now? goes by Jonathan. He has not, a, okay, he has not, a name. not John. Well, just he John? goes by John, but John? I mean, I'm just look. I don't care what people call him. I call him Bud. Yes, and he, I always will. Yeah, it, even on the email, it has Bud. Don't care. Well, it's so well, the email he's talking has, to us. Email has Bud. So he's yeah, talking to us. It's Bud. Super fan Bud. John. Super fan Bud. I see you. I respect call the, the name that you want to be Got called. It. Yeah, call the conqueror. All right. Okay. No. Anyway, so he sent us a charming email. Um, opened it up, said, 
I recently got caught up on season three after finding out it was actually in podcast form and download, downloading it all before going on a camping trip up into the Redwoods. Wow. Just wow. You fuckers are something else. Yay. I'm going to take that as a compliment. <laughs> yeah. So he said he wanted... I've met him. It probably he, wasn't. So if you remember, if you remember uh, we did the book video game episode, yeah. Yeah. he had a suggestion. So, did either of y'all ever play the Max Payne games? Yeah. I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, but he wants a Dresden Files Max Payne game. Um, he said, and I quote, Max Payne-style Dresden Files would be amazeballs. You could go open-world Witcher GTA style, but I think the Max Payne motif would fit nicely with the Dresden universe. I know Bob didn't enjoy the first couple of books, but I didn't have the same problem. I have enjoyed the entire 14 audiobook series. So, See? Yeah. More proof that you're just wrong about everything, Bob. Well, and... He, he had some other stuff to say, cut cut for time, but he did say this. Creative Consultant Tanya is a great title. It gives the podcast a campy and honest feel, which I think is pretty much the bread and butter of it. Yay. Also, See, can, again, best. Also, me. we can totally oh, hear God. if you dance along with it or not. Yep. It's true. And you didn't dance. I don't think they, so there you go. It's you like, Consultant Tanya. It's like you don't even yeah. care. You got a little jig that time. I'm going to need you to put in some I'm effort. wearing like my suspenders e. and everything. Yeah, but you can't put your thumbs Wait, and if I wear do you remember way back? Yeah. Maybe be way back machine. If I wear suspenders, I get to be investor Tanya. Yeah. I keep wanting to say prospector Tanya, <laughs> yeah, but we're well. not a mining railroad. No. I, but we do get railroaded sometimes. We do. Oh, but Brian does, or Brian. Uh Derek does have on his uh railroad hat. Yes, I do. So choo choo. Um so yeah. So it's the prettiest in, part of my whole trip. Let's dive into the news. Yes. All right, this headline is... Thanks for being a super fan. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for being a super fan. He'll be picking out our next book after Blood Meridian. I thought you were going to say he will be visiting, and I was like, yay! Uh, he should. Right? Um, so this headline Bud. is... Therwan, or Theron for me. Um, oh, so like the one Char- for me, but, yeah, but Theron, yeah. Charlize, Charlize Theron is apparently ready to get back out dating again. Ooh. I didn't know she wasn't but you know me i I keep up with celebrities oh yeah but (laughs) here's what she said she's keen to find a and i quote a good human who can grow a good beard Hmm. why'd she say the same thing twice right right i don't know it's kind of i guess she's maybe it's a south South african thing i guess Uh, um but she said it depends on the guy a man that can grow a good beard Mm. i don't want guys who don't grow good beards to grow beards like those patchy ones i'm not a fan of that so she I hear wants a, you. I see you. Your opinions are valid, I, but also, guys with scraggle beards, I see you. Your struggle is valid. Yeah, and we'll just throw some regain, Rogaine, depending on if you have O's. <laughs> you know, just just stop. I think what happened is all of the O's that would have been in the Rogaine got put in boxes, and then we eat them for breakfast. Cheerios. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Pip pip. Cheerios. <laughs> Maybe someone just took a whole bunch of their their their. <laughs> They're, when they were throwing all the tea into Boston Harbor, maybe all the O's. Maybe okay. they had crates of O's. I need you guys <laughs> they to put all... put them in cans and put them in spaghetti sauce. You guys, this is what's happening. You guys all need to support us on Patreon so that I can make money to get the fuck away from these two. That's fair. Hmm. That's fair. Um, this headline is out of this world. Uh, this is very local news, but really exciting. Interstellar, uh, our friends at Interstellar, signed with Bama Bud. And yeah. uh, they've started bottling Sunspot and Ginger Colada. Ginger Colada is in Which my Sunspot. Uh, the, they're the one that's kind of like a, almost like an alcoholic Mountain Dew. I don't know that I've had I, that. I, I liked it. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I um, if you've had ever that. had a not your father's like Mountain Ale or whatever, like they're you know not your father's does a yeah, knockoff Mountain Dew, beers, but I haven't had yeah, their Mountain Dew. They do like a knockoff I'm, alcoholic Mountain Dew. I'm Sunspot intrigued. tastes like that. Oh, um, like it's good. Okay. 
Um, so their bottle, but Ginger Clotta to me is still my favorite of their non seasonals. Mine was and, the mojito one, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but so they've always been bottling the uh, first contact, right. but now they're bottling ginger clotta and sunspot, and so you're going to be able to start getting that all around this area. That's exciting because so, I'm Montgomery so, regional area. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a little a Birmingham place, for them, I guess. There's a place near here that I can Renfro's, get it, but yeah, yeah but mm-hmm. I just don't go there. But often, Dirks, so it, so Dirks has it. Um, it's going to start cropping up a lot more because now it's. Yeah, but if it started showing up in Walmart, that would help me out a lot. Well, it is being distributed through Bama Bud now because so they were Bama being Bud. distributed by a small distributor. Mm-hmm. Now they're with Bama Bud. That's big dog. They'll mm-hmm. they'll be popping up a lot of places. That's now. awesome. Good for them. Yeah. All right. So me. this one. Yeah. Good for good for the drinking yeah, good, public. Yeah. Good for us. Me. All right. So this is like, I haven't had this nightmare yet, but I could totally see me having this nightmare. Hmm. Okay. So this author. Named this one is called Thrown to the Wolves. This the headline Thrown okay. to the Wolves. So Naomi Wolf wrote a book. It's not out yet, but it's coming out called Outrages: Sex, Censorship, and the Criminalization of Love. And so it talks about the persecution of homosexuality and the emerging gay identity in Victorian England. Okay. All right. So she wrote a whole book on on this very specific topic, just like how Victorian England dealt with homosexuality and. All that. Yeah. Okay. So, she leans... She... It was a... Being gay was a prosecutable offense. Correct. Mm -hmm. All right. So, she found all these records of men who had sex with men resulting in a sentence of, and I quote, death recorded. So, she writes this whole book about... Oh, no. Guys getting killed, literally, for being homosexual. So, she's on... The news, like doing an interview about yep. her book with a British guy, and he's like, "Well, um, he, he said in her literal reading, Wolf thought these words, death recorded, meant the men had been executed. When in fact, it meant the opposite. It meant that they had been spared execution by the judge. Yeah. Death recorded was a thing that they wrote into the law, so a judge could just drop that in, like give that, so to not execute them. Oh and God! She so she outed all she these did, people? No, no, no. Well. Then, these people have been dead 150 oh, okay. years. But that was okay. um, but her whole book is predicated on this idea of all these men being executed. Were being executed. But they weren't. And so uh, she's on the BBC and uh, the host Matthew Sweet is like, um so I don't think any of these executions that you've identified here actually happened. And she's like, well, it said death recorded. He's like, yeah, but death recorded doesn't mean executed. Death recorded means the opposite of that. And I watched this clip. You see her face just kind of like go, oh. Fuck. And she tries to cover, but at that point, I mean, she's fucked. She's fucked. The book comes out like in a month or two. How? Like, I'm not trying to be a jerk here, but like, she's like, if you're writing a book, I feel like you did a lot of research on yeah. this. How do you? Well, I think from what I was reading, this is a little bit outside of her wheelhouse. She normally, like, she's written books before, I think, but this is not the kind of stuff that she normally writes. And she was really doing, and. From what I was reading, she did a lot of the research herself instead of like relying on other people who have done research here. And so I I think she just because she was if if you're doing all the research yourself and not reading other people who know this better than you, and you just I would do that. If I saw death recorded, I'd be like, Oh shit. I say you he did. And uh but yeah. So they would write down death recorded it was, as they, a technicality but not actually kill these people? Yes. Okay. Basically. Well, it was And why even have the rule at that point? Well, I don't know. 
I guess if we read the book, maybe we would better understand. Would we? Because she yeah, would really we though? Understand. <laughs> yeah, poor I, kid. I don't know. Yeah, that's tough. Yeah, that's, that's a tough break. Poor lady. That, that, poor that's, lady. That's harsh. All right. Uh, I feel like I've been that in college writing papers or like, and I realize it too late. I'm like, I'm just going to figure out a way to bullshit my way yeah, out because now I'm, I have figured it out. I'm three and a half pages into a five page paper that's due tomorrow and I realize my entire premise is wrong. Well, Let's see if we can't get this square peg into this round hole after all. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> oh, Shoot. I bet. All right. So this headline is, it's time we moved pasta this. Oh, I want... You know, Olive Garden has buy one, get one, buy one, take one pastas Ooh, Yo, right I can now. Focus. I had Olive I can Garden for the first time in a while when I went car shopping on Monday. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised to all time. of our listeners. I got time. I'm hungry. <laughs> Everyone here is shocked. Surprise. Right. Y'all send me some snacks. I tried to give you food. I don't tried to give her pretzels. pretzels. All right. I'm not a bird. On topic. Um... So, all right, so we've been doing a lot, you know, we've covered numerous topics over the years of like, or over the years, over the year of uh, guys with beards trying to get like religious exemptions and stuff like yeah. that for their beards and like in the military. So, you know, the the army started letting Sikhs have beards, mm-hmm. all right, religious exemption. Well, so then a <sighs> Norse pagan got a religious exemption, Um and so, but that kind of, at that point, they, that, all right, so it's until April of 2018, a heathen soldier applied for an exemption under the updated policy and was approved for a beard waiver in accordance with his faith. The quote from Colonel Curtis Schroeder on the form said, I grant your accommodation subject to the standards and limitations described below. Like, which is basically, you can have a beard, it's got to be tidy. Well, the thing is, uh, in the Norse pagan faith, you may wear like beards are cool, but it's not like it's not required, you know. It's not like in you know Hasidic Judaism that requires a beard or Sikhs that require a beard, right? Like it's just encouraged, mm-hmm. it's not required. So they allowed it, which was kind of opened up a can of worms, or in this case, a box of pasta. Because newly appendages, yes. Yep, yes, saw that coming. Specialist John Hoskins applied for a beard exemption as part of his strict devotion to the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Um, and they basically it got denied because, uh, it, but it made it all the way to the deputy chief of staff before it was finally denied. But they were basically like, Yeah, we just don't think this is serious, which, um, it wasn't, it wasn't. But I just love Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster, it's great. I love what they're about. So I've been touched by his noodle. Touched appendage. by his noodly appendage. Um, pirates cause global warming, or the lack of pirates causes global warming. Oh yeah, yeah. Need more. Need more pirates. All right. Last bit of news that I have. Derek looks like he hates us at this moment. Probably. No more than normal. Oh, okay. That's a lie. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this one's called "A River Runs Through It." Did you know that Birmingham supposed like has has a legendary mythical river that flows beneath it? What is it full of poop? Because I kind of feel like if there's a river a river in Birmingham, it, what? it's probably what even it's are you hungry? Something. Is what I am. <sighs> no, un- feeling lucky. An underground <laughs> river. There's a, so apparently for like hmm. like over a hundred years, there's been this like myth that there's a river okay. flowing beneath Birmingham. Um, why that's relevant is because. The Dread River Distilling Company. Oh yes, is uh, opening their. It, it's actually open. They've had 
two grand opening tasting nights. And, of course, both were on nights that I worked, so I couldn't go. Otherwise, I would have fucking been there. Yeah. But it it's open on Southside Montgomery. Um, Montgomery? Or Birmingham. Okay. Yeah, it's a 24,000 square foot location. It's got a, going to have a tasting room, an event space. So they're so, actually like distilling and brewing there? Yeah. Nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've, I'll go to their Instagram. It's like you can see all the pictures. Um, customers, you can go there. You'll be allowed to purchase up to three bottles of spirits per day. I don't know why three, but that's probably some stupid... Because it's a fantastic number, Bob. Well, I think it's a stupid Alabama law. Because re- remember we met that guy at... Uh, who was Interstellar. With, uh, Interstellar, who was with George Gibson. Yeah. And he said that he would go to George Gibson and buy three bottles every day. And then at the end of the week, he'd go pick them all up and then take them out to sell mm-hmm. kind of deal to help George Gibson get... Because to be in an ABC store, you have to sell 2,000 bottles. So I'm guessing Dread River is not in ABC stores yet, and they're trying to get that, but I'm betting there's some stupid Alabama law that says, you can only sell three bottles of liquor to one individual per day. I choose... Because otherwise, the- you open... Four opens the door to the devils. I guess. I feel as if we're going to look at this in a positive light. You get three because of the Holy Trinity. One for... One for me, one for you, pouring out one for our dead homies? Sure. Because I, I, I got hung up on a ghost, a ghost, and a, a dad. I don't know. Wow. A dead guy. Wow. Um. So, all right. Father, the Son, and the Holy so Spirit. So, patrons who visit the tasting room will be able to enjoy <laughs> uh, their libations neat or in a cocktail. They'll have a 5,000-square-foot bar complete with a cocktail menu and light food. They'll have a full-service catering kitchen mm. um, and an event space. So... Uh, they are also making more stuff than just like hard spirits. They're also doing small quantities of wine and beer because they said you can't have a wedding reception if we don't have beer and wine. So we decided to make small quantities. We kind of wanted to run the gamut and provide our customers with a wide range of products rather than focusing specifically on whiskey or any one thing. Plus whiskey takes a while to age. I don't know. Maybe they, if they think that they can't have whiskey weddings, maybe they don't know the people that you know <laughs> right right yeah no i could i could have a whiskey wedding and because like the people who don't drink that i know they just wouldn't drink and the people that do drink uh they'll they'll either tough it out or shut the fuck up <laughs> so but yeah so i'm really i'm really excited about that it look the pictures look amazing mm-hmm. and i want to go up there for a tasting but uh, i don't think they're i don't think they have a set like not ready for that yet i don't think they have a set tour schedule yet because i think they're still like that was like their grand opening i don't know that they're like officially open open like every day for business kind right. of deal so but it looks fantastic like, not just looking at the public yet yeah just looking at the instagram like oh man looks great super hyped to go up there um and you know uh, looking for sponsors dread river <coughs> did i say that out loud sorry um, <laughs> no, you, they probably couldn't understand you because you coughed. Oh, Have you considered not coughing? That's weird. I, too, would like for them to sponsor us. There we go. Because then I feel like I could wear a pirate hat. What? Well, Dre- so the Dread, Dread the Dread River is a reference to this mythical pirate, river pirate. that flows well, I, under Birmingham. No, no, I get is that. Is where the name but, comes from. But, Dread Pirate Tanya's. Could, Tanya, what's stopping you from wearing a fucking pirate, pirate hat, hat no. right now? Nothing. The fact that you don't have one. The yeah. Rain. That is it. The rain. Lack of the, initiative. There is, we go. Yes. Because if the rain, the pirate hat would actually help with the rain. 100%. Yeah. So that's. It wouldn't that's wrong. go with my suspender shirt. Or maybe I don't think, it would. I don't think the does? suspender shirt goes with anything. So. I think it doesn't. Nothing doesn't go with the suspender shirt. <laughs> Thank you, Derek. Shirt, okay. Yeah. All right. All it's right. My lucky I, shirt. I stand corrected. I stand corrected. 
All right, so Derek, I understand that you have a buy or sell for us I today. I do. Buy or sell. Okay, for those of who... I feel like we need stock market sounds. Well, you talk, you talk to that one over there. No, not, not ticker tapes, but just like... Well, what, what's the Cacophony stock? of people. Oh, to put in the background. Cacoph- like a market. Yeah, market like people, noises. People talking in the background while we're buying or selling. Buy, sell, buy, sell. There you go. Yeah. Well, just like... Or just... Oh, like I'm beating my chest like the Wolf of Wall Street thing. I saw that movie like one time, and I knew they did that thing, and have they were doing like I have, and I don't remember this at all. Oh, oh that's God. like the iconic scene. That's the only scene I remember, other than uh, Leonardo DiCaprio crawling across the floor to shove his face in that one lady's vagina. To be fair, that's a good memorable scene. She's attractive. So buy or sell. <laughs> um, uh, okay, so yeah, yeah, Margot Robbie, yeah. Mm. So she looks just like Jamie. What's her face? Let, let Derek do his buy I'm or sorry. sell. Sorry. Damn. I mean, at this point, we, how do you compete with? What's her name? She kind of looks like. What's her also? Also, what's her name? Y'all brought me on this podcast oh on purpose. <laughs> and I'm I'm saying. This and honestly, we're thankful every day while simultaneously filled with an equal amount of regret. Regrets. Regrets. Okay. Um, okay, Derek. So sell buy or sell. sell. For those things. who don't remember what this is, I'm going to take out all the identifiable bits of a book, try and describe it to you, and then out of the three, you will tell me which one you like most. Between, yeah. yeah, and whether or not you'd buy or sell. And you can't just. I will read all of. Yeah, the you things. have to be. You have, you have to, to be, be discerning. discerning so. Because so. normally I just be like, fuck it, I'll read that. 99 cents, I'll buy that. Yeah, Bob yeah. would read all <laughs> of Yeah, Tawny sent me like a thrift, a picture from the thrift store where she's like, oh, these were only like 99 cents, but it's like the fourth book in the Kuchil's Dart series. Hey, no, it's the third one. I have the third. first one. I have the first third one already, book. and I have a credit to buy the second one. You've listened to the second one, haven't you? First one. Okay. Yeah. Well, but I got it, was, it because... It was a weird thing. I was like, oh, well, cool. You got the third book in that series. I, I know. Don't think it's the third one. Are you, are you seriously saying... Bob, I've known you to buy it was such the a good fifth deal. book in a series and then be like, don't worry, I'll find it the It was others. only a dollar? Well, I go to... Uh, at that time in my life, I went to thrift stores a lot more than she does. The, the, there's a better you likelihood. Don't, you don't know that. We'll talk... I don't want to be the we'll talk about it off air, but I've been... I have been going thrifting heavy into Facebook much. thrifting, <sighs> so I think this is going to be a hobby for me instead of going to Michael's. This is not good. I want sell to buy and sell some books. Derek. Okay, so the best part about this is that uh, Bob is going to hate this. Okay, so love it. Buy or sell? Uh, well, he might. Anyways, buy or sell? Three books. Book one: The world is on the verge of erupting into chaos as new ambition is used by dark forces to settle old grievances long since thought buried. Unfortunately, those in power across the land recognize the time of change and see opportunity in this upheaval. Whether for personal gain or altruism, numerous factions believe only they know the true way to steer the world. Swept up into events far beyond their understanding, a group of people from around the world must connect the stray threads of events in an attempt to piece together what is happening if they hope to stop a prophesied doom from coming to pass. Hmm. That is book one. Is it Wheel of Time? We'll discuss it later. I'm going to say... Can you give me a, is this like a really thick book? I, okay, here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I like the premise, but if it's going to be like over no, 700 pages, I want to be out. I'm going to say soft, 
bite, but very soft. Okay. Very, very soft. I kind of think that's where I'm at as well. Okay. I would hold it. I'm going to carry it around in the store. It's intriguing, but like basically you've stripped so much of it out. Right. They're like, it's a kind of generic at that point. So like, okay, depending on what flair they put on this bitch, I'm in. Okay. I'm going to hold this in my hand while I read the Look other two the books. Look at the next two books. Yeah. Exactly. Gotcha. Okay, okay, yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm going to hold yeah. this in my hand. Yeah, okay. I'm not it's definitely the, it's setting in, it It's in the basket, but we haven't checked out yet. Okay. We could take it back. Okay. Yeah. So, book two. Shadowy organizations lurk on the outskirts of a war that is little more than a game. In a world of untamed fury, both natural and man-made, disparate individuals with their own desires and goals begin to converge. Some seek absolution, some hope, and others truth as they try desperately to salvage their lives while riding out the storms of change, beginning to sweep the world. But the threat is bigger than them, than all of them, and if the greatest army in the world cannot be convinced to cease its foolish, bloody war games, humanity may be lost forever. I think hard, I want this. Hard buy, but I think I know what book it is. All I right, think so I want that. I'm not. I'm, at the end, we'll I'll throw out my guess on yeah. what all these books Shadow are. Shadow organizations and war and shit. Hard, hard, hard buy. Okay. Hard, hard buy. Even if it's not the book I think it is, it just sounds badass. Okay. So. Uh, and now book three. To avoid a royal marriage arranged by their stern yet loving parent, the main character it's instead chooses flight into self-imposed exile. Cut off from home by unforeseen events, a rival power sees this as an opportunity to strike at the protagonist as they know the re- the threat that they will become in the world at large. Unable to l- turn back and unsure of where to go, the protagonist must find a way to carve out a new place in the world for people like them or be crushed by the world around them. Hmm. Okay, first book. Oh, uh, this book. Uh... Hmm. I have a slight deal where I don't really like books that center around arranged marriages. Like, just that whole, like, that concept to me is always just, like, even when I was a little kid, that just seemed like such a dumb idea. Like, mm-hmm. like anything, like, where arranged marriages play a central role has kind of gotten on my nerves a little bit. So I'm going to say soft sell. It sounds kind of intriguing. I would just need to know more. So I'm going to say soft sell on this one. It's my least favorite of the three. Okay. I want book two, I mm-hmm. want book three, and I would borrow from someone else book one. Okay. Okay, I think book one is Wheel of Time. Mm-hmm. I think book two is the first Stormlight Archive. Mm-hmm. And book three, I'm going to guess, is a f- feist book, just at a guess. So book one is The Eye of the World by Robert Jordan. Nice. Wheel of Time. Yeah. Right. Okay. Um, book two is The Way of Kings by Brandon Sanderson. Yeah. Yeah. I knew I'd given that one away, but I didn't. You, well, we, I was like, I kind of thought, and then when you said Storm, I was like, oh, yeah, but it's I've Stormlight. decided to start putting in hints. Yeah. Uh, and then the last one is The Towers of Sunset by Ellie Modisette Jr. You know, I almost said Recluse. I almost said a Recluse book, but I was like, yeah. I just don't know enough. So. This book, that book, the, the reason I described it the way it is, like the arranged marriage is just the very... The, the instigating factor, yeah. And then the rest of the book is about the main character running the fuck away and eventually being like, I don't really have anywhere else to go, so he makes recluse. recluse. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, that... Um, but, uh, then, so, yeah, now that I know what they are, definitely still hard by on the first one, or on the book second two. One. Yeah. Uh, 
Book three is a soft buy. One of these days, I'm going to get you to read that book. So, I've read fun. some Recluse. You've read the first book. I read Magic of Recluse, yeah. yeah. Um, and the first book is put <laughs> on fire. <laughs> like, burn, burn on top of a pile of 13 other yeah, very Bob's similar Yeah, Bob's got to get rid of it because it's just too good. He can't have it in this world. I okay. am weirdly hyped, though, for the TV show. For the TV show. Yeah, yeah. Maybe they'll save it. Maybe they'll redeem it. Actually, I think I think the TV show format is probably going to eliminate a lot of my problems with the book. Like, if they just stick to the book very closely, but They're just tighten it to. up for TV, They're not going to. That's, that'd, be, that'd be great. So We'll discuss that at a later date because... Well, we got to see. I'll say Brandon Sanderson came out, and he's, he's yeah. read the first script, and he seemed to really like it, so... Yeah. So, and... I'll trust his opinion but on that. But the, thi- the things that you don't like about the series aren't the same thing that he is necessarily referencing. So he could still think it's a good thing and they could still do the well, thing. Well, I'll like. be honest. Like, my problem with that series is not the first book. I know. My problem with that series is it should have been 10 books long. And, it, and yeah. he shouldn't have been pushing so. Like, his reaction to like how women were portrayed, I think he overreacted to try and like, oh, I'm trying to do it different. And he just took it too far kind of deal is like my, or my two big problems with that. And I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Like, yeah. So I discovered with this that it's very difficult to do epic series because then what do you do? Because do you talk about the whole series or just the first book? Even more. What do you do? Do you pick a single of the main characters yeah. and build the... See, that was the thing I had a problem yeah. with. I was like, what the hell am I supposed to do for Way of Kings? Yeah. Because none of the main characters are really less any less of a main character than any of the others. Yeah. So it's like, fuck, mm. how do I... Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. You need, to write, you need to read Way of Kings, but you should probably just do what I'm doing and wait till they're all out and then read them. Sanderson? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I it's, like Sanderson. It's his, ten, it's, gonna, it's his ten book... High fantasy. Well, actually, no. What you should do, and what I'm going to do now, I'm waiting. I just learned. I probably had been told this repeatedly, but I just learned that it's really the first five books are one arc, and the second five books are a second arc. So just read the first five and wait. I'm going to read the first five, wait, then read the second five. Okay. I think. One of these days, I'll make it through the third one. Yeah. It was... mm, mm. So. Yeah. I like it. news. I like it. Um, And the... Coming week. I hope a tree doesn't fall in your house. Oh God, man! It's storm of the century. The house, I, one of the houses I was seriously considering buying, a, a tree fell on it. So clearly, I made the right choice. In that tree's defense, that house was overpriced. It was. It was overpriced. Stupidly why, overpriced. Why I didn't like buy it. Twenty thousand dollars overpriced for the road that it's on. Not just the neighborhood. Uh no, it's about ten grand overpriced for the. They road. had it priced at like sixty. 60. Yeah, and and your house was like forty. Sold for forty seven, and the house across the Why street. Why are we talking was about 50. this on air? I don't know. I'm just saying she's wrong, and it's not. It was overpriced, but not that overpriced. What happened is like a tree fell on. I it. wished, like he was having a bad day, and I was like, "This is when you know, haha, we turned down the road, and there's a tree on your house. We turned down the road, and like, holy shit, there's trees down. I was just kidding. Yeah, 
But yeah, so in the coming week, as the as you encounter little rain puddles with their little pitter-patter of raindrops, I hope that you see pleasing reflections of yourself, your smiling face, as you bounce along under your gaily painted umbrella, and may the blessing of the beard be upon you. Thanks for listening to this episode of Books, Beards, Booze. Our co-hosts are Bob, Derek, and Tanya. Our producer is Bob. For more information, visit our website, booksbeardsbooze.com. Follow our social media at Tales by Bob. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate, subscribe, and share. Okay, bye!